Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. In this episode, I'm joined with Dave from the Stereo App and also Unapologetic Christian from the Stereo App. We get into a lot of things, the faults in the U.S. educational system, why they don't teach us about finance, fractional reserve banking, income inequality, and wealth distribution disparity. All right, let's get into it. On a, on a communal sense, yeah, you can video your neighbor abusing their wife, post it on Facebook, and the guy's going to lose his job and be ostracized by society. Yeah. But our, our military can still create, you know, commit these atrocities and these horrible war crimes as exposed by Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. And what mm-hmm. happened there? None of them went to jail. Julian Assange but, went to jail but, for outing. But I got to point, I, I gotta point but, something out. The the crimes committed by American army is nothing compared to what Russians are doing and some Arab armies are doing. I mean, it's nothing compared to that. I yeah. mean, America is the most disciplined army, right? The They're American... doing this. Imagine what other armies are doing. The, the I don't know. Got... War, war is war, man. We had Abu Ghraib where we were torturing people in horrific ways. There's documentaries you can watch about that. And I mean, I don't know what anybody could do that's worse than electrocuting somebody on the balls or on the penis but, but or listen, putting I, something up their that, anus and then electrocuting I'm, I'm, them. I'm coming from that side of the world and I need to speak yeah. about this, but you need to understand that these people have no good intentions either. You know, like if you like you see what IS was doing uh, in Iraq and Syria, you'll understand that they have no mercies. They will just shoot at people for not believing in their version of uh, religion and they just shoot them up like families and kids. We create chaos for money, and then and then you have to think about the amount of soldiers that have PTSD and ask yourself why. Well, in their old age, they realize what we're realizing right now. And so, but again, this is all us coming together and talking about this, Julian Assange and what he sacrificed. And I pray that he gets out. August 31st is National Assange Day. October 8th, they're all linking arms over there to surround where he's being held captive um, to free him. But like, again, technology though, back to the satellites, we have this app where we just happen to come across each other to talk about these things and it'll be forever on the ethernet. And, um, you know, and it's not like the American soldiers did wrong, right? This is, this is, we're, this is something that many people struggle with, being told what to do and following blindly. Well, um, and so I don't want to ostracize even the American soldiers because they're, man, they're dealing with a lot themselves. It's just, um, it's a day of information and awareness and, um, and understanding. Like we sent off um, letters to every commander in America. Thou- they got thousands of letters from us where we said, listen, you are not going to force vaccinate our military. Like, even though we don't elect you commanders and generals, Americans are fucking, we're crafty as fuck. We'll figure out a way to remove you. You are not, like, you don't have the right to do this. And um, now there's now there's um, a lawsuit withstanding with this amazing woman. Um, I believe she's from Montana. And um, so we're, we're really... Man, we're like the founding fathers and mothers of the second 
Revolutionary War, but we don't need guns. We just need pen and paper because the foundation's already there. And I think that, you know, the future, you know, my children and my grandchildren, they will get to reap the benefits of a really beautiful global um, world. I truly believe that, like in my heart, that it's going to be a beautiful world if people start talking more. Um, but that's just the moral of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I don't blame necessarily. I don't want to ostracize U.S. soldiers, but I definitely hold them accountable. And we have to look at the big picture. I totally agree with you. Like the U.S. has been at the forefront of this, especially since 9-11. Whatever you think went down that day, ever since that day, we've been on a new crusade worldwide to overthrow governments and to secure uh, resources. Um, and part of that is training people to look at Middle Eastern people as less than human so that they are able to kill them, right? This is the age-old thing in war. Hitlers are, you know, Germans are dogs. Go shoot those dogs. You know, Native Americans are savages, you know. Um, they did it with black people and slaves, right? You always have to, to lower these people to a class of less than human so that your soldiers can go over there and kill them. So we did that, if you remember, post 9-11. The brainwashing was rampant, right? And then our soldiers are unleashed over there in it, and I watched a documentary about it. So we sent uh, somebody, Brennan was the guy that went over to head the whole operation. He was sent over to an office with no telephones or one telephone, something, no desks, no chairs. And he's like, oh, my God, like, I got no tools. Uh, so he was Brennan. set up to fail. That might be it. He was set up to fail. He's, he didn't speak the language, didn't speak Farsi. And then the first thing he would he did when he got there was disband the Iraqi military and uh, the police. So all of a sudden you got no order keeping. And these people all had the keys to the armament depots. So that is the all the quote unquote insurgents that we heard on the news. Those were all Iraqi patriots who were like, well, fuck you, then we're going to defend our own country if you're not going to. And then yeah. you heard all these horrible stories. <clears throat> excuse me, of like, you know, thank God Julian Assange released him. But these five guys, these five U.S. soldiers raping and murdering a whole family, and they would rape the child in front of the mother, then kill it, rape the next child oh, in front of the mother, then kill it. Yeah, I didn't our soldiers that did this. Our soldiers did this shit. The most horrific oh shit you can imagine, right? Yeah, um, that's an individual so, issue, though. That's fucked up. Well, that, and that's what I'm saying. So that's where you do hold the soldier accountable because, yeah. you know, yeah, you're 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 supposed to be defending our country, and you're not but doing you're that. Representing us too. Yeah, you're representing you're, us. But, yeah. But that's not something that a soldier came up with on their own. They're brainwashed into that mentality, right? Like the whole torture yeah. thing could have never existed unless it was a program, right? Right. Um, yeah. To have so well, that, many people thinking the same way. That one um, documentary or whatever that came out about the general that like bullied and tortured American soldiers if they didn't, they slowly indoctrinated them to do fucked up shit. And like, right. you know, for me, that was like, dang, like what the hell? And then when he reported back to base, they didn't do anything. Right. Like it's the generals right. at the top. 
And John Owen Brennan, by the way, the CIA director you were talking about, um, super bad traitor. Um, but remember, it was Bolton that um, just recently on the news even admitted to running coup d'etats in other countries. I mean, we've been stealing elections oh, yeah. in other countries for, for decades, right? And they're running coup d'etats and Bolton is admitting it. And it's like, man, why isn't he like hung by his toes? And, and vaccinated well, with a million vaccines. Like, he he yeah. was. Bolton was convicted. Bolton and he, him and another guy, I forget the other guy's name, they were both convicted of uh, war crimes and under, under Bush Sr. But when Bush Sr. went out of office, he pardoned those pardoned bastards. Them. Yeah. And then them. Trump gave them a job as, as well, guess what? Envoy to the areas where they were co convicted of being war criminals. Like, okay. Wow. Right. Yeah. But like, how do you how do you catch everyone right in a in a in a net like you can't just cut off an arm or a leg of this fucking like octopus. Right. Like. Right. Um, I fully believe the, the full reason for Trump to run in those four years was one to expose the fake media and for people to see it and understand it Two, to expose the global corruption and the reactions. Right. And then three, when he runs again to have, you know, actual good hearted people, just regular Joes running for election. Um, and now we're seeing that in America and what's going on, man, you can find you can you can find newspaper articles with all of us patriots that are running where they just dog us. And, you know, and that was the purpose, though, of Trump's first four years, because now everyone that reads these hit pieces, they're like, Dude, I'm gonna vote for her because if they're talking negative, that means she must be onto something. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm not into when... either of the two parties. I think I think it's time we left the Republican well, and the Democratic Party in the dust. Yeah, um, I think that's part never... of the whole problem. Is we're yeah, convinced that we have party. choice, but it's but it's door A or door B. And my favorite analogy is like when you go out a concert and you're leaving the main auditorium, does it matter what door you go out? No, they all lead to the same hallway, right? Exactly. Um, the the uniparty. So, yeah, uh, and I really think yeah. it is. I mean, Trump might be doing some things different, but the but how he got in there yeah. in the first place was Hillary Clinton wanted what she called a Pied Piper candidate, and she's so arrogant and so and ignorant about how much people hate her that she thought she would stop Trump. Mm -hmm. Right. And he stomped her, um, you know, because people just can't stand that woman and her her cabal well, you, of evil between her and her husband. You know, you, you do know that they tried stealing the election in 2016. And there's um, there's actually a whistleblower who's the five year statute limitation for destroying federal government like collapsed or whatever timed out. And she just admitted to driving. To, I think it was Philadelphia and going into a closet there where a server was John Owen Brennan I saw that. Um, and she yeah. fucking pulled the cord fucking like cut cut the wire to prevent it because in 2016 at 10 p.m. is when the, the counting stopped that's the same thing that happened in 2020 but they allowed it to happen in 2020 to catch people with their fingers on the pulse you have to catch them in the act um, but the other thing about Trump, remember, and not a lot of people remember this, but um, he's the only man that could have run for president and been found squeaky clean 
that was just a regular Joe. And he chose the Republican Party. Why? To out them. There's no two parties. And like, we're all, those of us that are true patriots, like true Trump America first, or just fucking make the world great again, people, um, we were kicked out of the Republican Party. We were told we couldn't be delegates, even though we got voted in from our district as delegates. We got our petitions thrown out, even though there were valid signatures. Um, and we, this is how it's supposed to happen, though, because then we ultimately just run as an independent and, and say, go fuck yourself. But then even those like Tori Morris, who's running for secretary of state in Ohio, she got her signatures in twice. First time for a Republican, LaRose kicked it out. Um, the second time as an independent, LaRose tried stopping that too. He did. And now she's going to the Supreme Court. She has standing. And she's also the one that pulled the plug in 2016 that prevented the steal. So she has an affidavit. She's been trying to get into court for a long time. And now she has standing, right, to go in front of Justice Clarence Thomas. That's where she, that's her, you know, um, Supreme Court judge in her district of Ohio. And um, she gets to present that because she was the one that stole 45 elections under Obama, Brennan, these same people we were talking about. She was a contractor then. She stole 40, successfully stole 45 elections in other countries. And as soon as it turned stateside, she, what do you do when you're working for a really corrupt fucking regime? You cannot get out unless you want to die so she she tiptoed and she danced around a bit and then once the ndas expired and obama was out of office she's been blowing the whistle ever since like this woman um she's just man she's a force to be reckoned with yeah but if she's going in front of clarence thomas don't hold your breath clarence thomas is dirty as fuck um but speaking of the 2016 election we all should have seen the level of corruption when the primary was stolen from Bernie Sanders twice, right? So stolen from him once and given to Hillary and then stolen from him again, again, and given to Biden. Um, right. And it was, Bernie and, but when it was, when, when Clinton stole it, it was Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the head of the DNC had to retire in shame. I mean, this is, it's, yes, this is Florida. not, not hearsay. Yeah, the county in Florida that freaking bought all or sold all their election machines to Venezuela after the 2004 or six elections. Yeah, Debbie Wasserman, she's freaking nuts. <laughs> and then immediately following that, the Clinton campaign, the Clinton Foundation hired Debbie Wasserman Schultz. So, oh, huh, interesting. So you guys are right. tied at the hip. Yeah. You know, it's so yeah. dirty. Mm-hmm. Such well, and that's corruption. just that's just it. We've um, you know, we've been in war for a long time. There's major players that have been playing on this chessboard. There's not many moves that they have left. And um, you know, Tori Morris makes she she says this is a really good point. Like I'm willing to sacrifice my queen, and they're not. So like your move, bitches. And um, it, this it's going to be paramount. Um, don't, you know, and I, I always tell people, don't get, don't get trapped in the, the mindset of fear. Um, because there's going to be a lot of crazy shit that they're going to try to throw at us to like distract you from what you're, what God's calling you to do or what your gut is calling you to do. Um, 
and just, I don't know, just understand that there's more good than evil out in the world. Uh, we outnumber them a million to one. It's just you only ever see evil on TV. Yeah. Yeah, TV is just a tool for manipulating the masses into, you know, the, a desired direction. I, there's this great um, channel on YouTube called Film Archives, and what they do a lot of the time is interview ex-CIA members, and they talk about the, what they did in their own words, right? And a lot of times it's because they just wrote a book, or they'll interview an author who's who wrote an expose. And it's fascinating, right? So this guy, John Stockwell, he's written many books about the horrors that he did in CIA. He says 75% of what they do is propaganda to shape U.S. opinion. And then 25% of what they do is assassinating foreign leaders. Yep, it's the hundred monkey complex. And um, if you think about, like, words matter, right? If you think about words, when you write them down, you're spelling them out, spelling, spells. Um, and the word television, <laughs> tell a vision. What you are to portray, right. tell. And, like, um, yeah, man, I don't know. Words matter. And it, you're completely right on all of this. So, let me ask you, do you know who Tori says is or Tori Morris? I've seen the website once. I wasn't super thrilled or, well, or her channel yeah. or whatever. Oh, her channel? You did? Like her actual one, not the that Yeah. Media? Okay. I'd be willing to take another look if you have something that you suggest that, you know, that is good that I you, you think I should see. So are you more of a reader? Than a listener, like she does podcasts, but do you like to read that like more? Uh, I'm doing a shit ton of reading for school right now, like a hundred pages a week. Okay, <laughs> so you probably like the podcast. Well, and it's hard. Yeah. It's hard how to get people to, you know, tune into her like show. She used to do them daily, but now like we've been all filing lawsuits in our states and stuff, and so she's not on daily. And even if you caught a show with her. You probably wouldn't understand like what she's talking about, but um, she she does she did drop an article yesterday about um, Hunter Biden and Plum Island and uh, where all of his bodies are buried, and uh, that one's a pretty good article, and that one's on ToriSays.com. Um, other than that, like she she's been kicked off of so many platforms, even Twitch, like a gamer platform. Uh, so now I think she streams from Rumble and sometimes on YouTube, but she she has to be careful because she just got a YouTube like the rights back to stream on YouTube again after two and a half years or two years. Um, but there's um, a patriot that is also on um, Serio that made a website called Tori Said S A I D dot com and if you want to look at something that she talked about like john brennan or yeah that would be a good one or bolton just go on tori said dot com and it'll it'll bring you the podcast where she speaks about it and if you click on it and push play it brings you to the direct part in that podcast where she talks about you know brennan whatever discussion topic you are searching into um that's the best way i think is tori said to learn about 
you know, the things that she knows and um, what she's been teaching us. Cause she never tells us to even trust her. She's like, go dig and find the information out for yourself. And then she also relies on us to fill out FOIAs and stuff and share it with the Tory says community um, with our findings. So like we're teaching her, it's like a, it's a big family. Like we're, we're giving everybody the information that we get from FOIA you know, the Obama library, um, you know, the NSA since the North Dakota attorney general killed himself before his grand jury indictment and then had all like 30 years of his, him being in office, his government email scrubbed. So I emailed the NSA. I'm like, Hey, nothing's ever gone forever. And this is your job to keep government emails and, you know, all this stuff. So I would like all of the information from this state to this state. So like, she's just empowered people, honestly. And um, it's, it's a beautiful thing to not have somebody shove shit down your throat and say, this is the truth and follow me, rah, rah. Like she just tells you to go out and seek truth for yourself. And the truth that she knows, she says when she can say it. Um, She's a whistleblower for sure. Yeah, that's, I consider myself in that same camp. My, my tagline for my podcast is seeking the truth, exposing the lies. I recently had my YouTube channel taken down seven, after seven years, hundreds of podcasts, and I had compiled 1,200 must-see documentaries that expose all this shit, you know? Shit, no way. No way. Yeah. I'm sorry. That sucks. That sucks. Um, you know why? Because I mentioned ivermectin. I'm double shush. vaccinated, but I was talking about what Joe Rogan had done. Oh, yeah. So I got... So I got one strike, and then while they were reviewing my one strike, your your account is on freeze. So I went to try to to make all my videos private, so that, but you can't change anything when you're under review. So they give me one strike, then I can't do anything. Then they investigate a little more and give me strike two and three, and my, boom, I'm done. Wow. With no appeal, no nothing. No, no, like, hey, I'll take it down. Let me let me take down anything that might be controversial. No, no conversation. You want to know why they do that? So, like, this happened to me in a very social con- social social well, control and censorship at the highest level. I mean, that's what we accuse Hitler and, and China and Russia of. We're doing it right here, even, right now. Yeah, it's even deeper than that, though, because like like you said, you are double vaxxed, right? And you posted something about what Joe Rogan was saying, right? So mm-hmm. you're you're um. You're a different class of, and you fit into the same class that many people do that get canceled without any explanation or rebuttal. For instance, on a micro scale, 2020 was when I started looking at shit deeply because I was on city council in my small town in 2019, found some corruption. And I was like, wait a second. And then I, you know, whatever. I made one post on Facebook and I had had Facebook since Facebook was made to network with college kids. And I used Facebook only to post pictures of my family. And like, cause I moved away from my, my family raised four children. I lived an ignorant life, meaning I turned off the news for 10 years. I didn't have cable. I didn't fucking subscribe. I didn't, you know, all I said on Facebook about Obama was, Hey, he's the president of America. I pray that he does good. Like, That's all I'm going to say. Well, I made one post and 
I didn't get a single Facebook jail. I didn't get a warning. They fucking just deleted it. Fucking gone. Like 17 years of my life. I'm like, what the fuck? But here's why they do that. So like what you said with your YouTube channel, it, it stayed up and it withstood the test of time in the first purge of YouTube. But then when you started, when you, it sounds like when you posted something that was critical thinking that they go, okay, this man actually has reach and he could be dangerous. And like, if he starts digging into X, Y, Z and exposing it, like he's, he's a very um, level-headed person. Cause on, you know, the, the 10 years that I didn't subscribe to the news, I, I use my Facebook just to kind of blog like, Hey, by the way, mom life doesn't look all glamorous and beautiful. Like this chick just watched her berate her children, like take selfies, post it on Instagram at the pool. The kids are like, Hey mom, look at me. And the mom's on the phone. And then 10 minutes later, she's like, let's go. And the kids are whining because the mom didn't watch them do a trick. And I'm like, it's all fucking fake, dude. Like social media, people make this like fake ass world. Like, Stop comparing yourself, right? And so that's why, you know, I was a threat, I believe, is um, just fucking thinking like a normal human being. Like, oh, my gosh, stop. Um, But go ahead. Yeah, no, I agree. Probably because I don't fit a mold because I'm not an extremist, right? Like, that's probably why, you know, Alex Jones was allowed to stay on so long because he was so extreme that you could point to him and be like, ha, 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 look at that guy you know but when somebody's yeah. talking sense and given and given links to their sources you know because everything i would post i would post okay here's the sources you know i still do that for podcasts i'm like here's mm-hmm. here's where i got my information you know right make um, up your own hypothesis right yeah i like yeah the same make thing. up make up your own mind and i'm not going to just tell you something that i'm not going to just pull something out of my ass and talk about it i'm going to be referring to a book to a documentary, to something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And link it back to that. But isn't it? Yeah, isn't I think, it crazy? I think that really, it's, with... oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think it's really just shutting down conversation on touchy topics. Like, um, what the heck is his name? Oh man, it's on the top of my tongue. But there's this, you know, one of my favorite journalists. Just he got taken down from YouTube because he was on RT. So they took him down. Chris Hedges, you know, he's a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist and author, you know, and uh, and he's a scholar. I think he taught at Harvard or something. So is he known as a deplorable professor? I don't think so. I mean, he's really got a great reputation, but he got taken down. And he did a he did an expose about RT, and he dug into and found the the U.S. government records stating in the U.S. government's name why they took down RT America, and it had nothing to do with untruths, and it really okay. had um, nothing to do with um, misin yeah, misinformation or untruths. He's he found, and this is the government's own words. They're saying the reason that this channel is a threat is because it gives a platform to Black Lives Matter activists, to Occupy activists, and to anti-war activists. What? First Straight of all, up. There's, so, there's so much hypocrisy in all of that that I don't even know yeah. how to unpack that statement. But right. um, 
what is okay so what is rt i don't may have heard of it it was sorry it was it was russia today so it was a russian state-run uh news program but what they did is they get they would let people do whatever like you know all these people that i would watch they would say on a regular like i'm never told what to say or what i can't say which is the opposite of u.s media Mm -hmm. so that's why that's why truth speakers flock to it because like i can say i could talk about whatever so mm-hmm. and 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 brilliant for the russian government to allow americans to talk smack about their own government <laughs> right no shit i mean right? what what a brilliant move so it, it wasn't it wasn't taken down because of any untruths it was taken down because of too many truths Right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. This is a multi-part series on wealth distribution disparity. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please do spread it around and share with friends and on social media. Peace.